Uh, oh no, I was just I was just reading some. Oh. And what's up? Welcome to the Big Tanneries podcast. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Indeed. Welcome into the fall. It is officially fall, which is kind of crazy, right? Like, fell in. I fell in the fall. And the weather said, oh, Me it's too. fall? <laughs> it is it fall. said, Mr. Me Too. <laughs> yeah. Clear and clear and balmy. Is it balmy mean mild? No. Mild, Dude, it's and, like rain mild like, and sunny. But it like rained for like ever. Yeah, it was like still kind of hot, but rained, and then all of a sudden it was like, I'm gonna be nice, and I'm gonna be seventy something degrees. Take that. It's it's beautiful. And then you know, of course, we live in Nashville, so fall is probably gonna last for roughly fifteen point <laughs> two days, and then winter's gonna be like, what up? <laughs> yeah. But not forever. Or we'll have that sneaky summer. No, that's that the thing. That's, summer weather. Yeah, I yeah. I was gonna say it's gonna be fall, winter, fall, summer, fall, winter, winter, <laughs> fall, yeah. summer. We'll see you in February. That nice seventy-five degree uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah. It's the thing, man. You don't ever, you never know what you're gonna get. And here's a blizzard. Those <laughs> off, those off seasons, man. You just never know. What to expect. Yeah. Or how long they're gonna last, you know? Yeah, crazy. So speaking of crazy, this uh, NFL Week Two was pretty crazy. Yeah, it depends on who who you are and who you're watching. It's like, at least for our teams, well, maybe not so much for the Bucks, but Seth's not here, so we don't even have to talk about them. (laughs) But our two teams went from like. The best week one or the worst week one to complete opposite in week two. Yeah, it was great. The Saints uh, had a really rough day, and the Titans found their way. It's another one of those games. Like For me, the Saints game was another one of those games where, say, for instance, when you were watching the Titans game last week, and you were like, or I guess the week prior, man, I'm sorry. And you're yeah. like, damn. I really hope that it's not us and it's them. Like maybe they're just that damn good. You know, you, you'd like to hope that. Like my surely my team's not that bad, and the other team is just that good. So the well, Panthers the Panthers look pretty good. Yeah, but the Saints still should not have played that poorly. Now they started to kind of make a little. At towards the end, they started to come back a little bit. Like you kind of see them moving the ball a bit, and then no. <laughs> so it, just, it wasn't. It was not a good game at all. And to be honest, I wasn't really disappointed because I'm not going to allow myself to get excited after one game. That's for sure. Uh, but also you had to be happy that it could be that way, though. Yeah, I mean, it it, it, it looked good, you know, but. I don't know. What's 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 crazy is the Panthers might be good. That's what I'm saying. Like a little bit out of nowhere, like, just it's less discouraging because I mean the Panthers look pretty good. So, but then that makes uh, that division pretty tough. Yeah, I mean the Falcons. Think. The Falcons seem like they're going to be bad, but Tampa Bay still going to be the cream of the crop, though. Probably. Yeah. 
yeah, Brady, and uh, he's probably having the best start of a season that he's had in a long, hadn't had in a long time. Uh, it might which be like scary. Ever. Yeah, that's that's crazy. And Gronk is also having this revelation. So I uh, I wanted to wait a week just you know before I started starting Gronk since I took him in like probably the last round of my fantasy dra- or our fantasy draft. And that was a steal. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out uh, this week just because you know it was week one. Might have been excited, and then all of a sudden week two comes around, same thing. I'm like, all right, well I'm gonna start him because my other tight end is MIA, <laughs> which is Mark Andrews. <laughs> yeah. And even so, like the the what the feeling I had this week with the Titans winning was complete opposite of my fantasy team. They completely flopped. Like, every single player flopped. I can't I can't speak on that. I won't speak on that. But I guess I should. My fantasy team. Okay, I'm in two leagues. Like, my work yeah. league and our league. I ain't won a fucking game yet. So, 0-2 uh, so on both sides. That went 1-1 one one, uh, both weeks. So I guess it's okay. You know, I didn't uh, – I have a, another league uh, that uh, – it's a 12-man league and pretty good players in there. So it's hard to find the right – there's, like, nobody you can find on the waiver wire. <laughs> yeah. So everybody's pretty good at being on top of things. And then uh, – but I, I won this week, but I was – I lost last week, and then it was, like, the opposite in our league. So – I'm not too concerned. It's just one of those weeks where, you know, I, I feel like I have a good team, but nobody had a good day. So, hopefully that changes this week, but we'll see. I just think my, and my, my, my team, I had, that's the thing, I've had guys that looked really good. Like, if, say, Dak Prescott would have showed up this week, even yeah. somewhat, I might have had a better chance. Yeah. Clyde is fucking killing me. Yeah, and it's like tough. Running back slot, and Derrick Henry went fucking nuts, of course. Oh, yeah. Which I'm sure we'll talk about that here shortly, but yeah. I, the thing is, like, I, I've made mistakes in the past where I've gotten excited and straight up dropped guys and stuff like that, and like, don't do it. I'm just gonna roll with it. Like, I felt like my draft was fairly successful. I got some decent value in some of the lower rounds and it's like eh, it's not gonna it's a little too early i mean oh and two is not terrible i got plenty of time to get back to 500 and then i mean i, I know how it goes like you, Wait, can, you you lost in our league this week too yeah oh man i yeah. thought with, with with henry having a 50 point game you were in there nope. oh man I was... no Clyde didn't do shit Dak didn't do anything it was bad. It was real bad. So I feel like your draft, I don't think we've had a chance to really talk much fantasy football in our draft because the three of us as a show, well, even four if you count Mike, are in the league together, and we haven't really talked about our draft. I feel like your draft, you were like, you, you got sniped a lot of times with somebody picking the person you wanted in front of you. Yeah, it did happen probably about just, three or four times. Just uh. My gut feeling and, and the and the stuff that was going on in the chat on the on the draft. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean that this this just this this how it goes though. I mean Yeah. I'm trying to see. Yeah, like like Dak Dak Prescott had six points. Damn. You're not gonna you're not gonna win. And see, man, I've been a little disappointed because I have Tannehill in our league. Well, I have him in my other league too, but um, he has zero touchdowns, and I'm like, man, they had 30 points, or 30. The, the final score was 33 to 30, and he had no touchdowns. I'm like, that's crazy. But I'm glad the Titans won, though. But yeah, I mean, between my quarterback and my running back, two, seven points. Damn, game winning. I think not, I had like 66 points total, so most of mine didn't even reach the 10-point mark. What I am happy about, though, is my my wide receivers are showing up, which I'm happy about that. So I, I feel comfortable with that. It's just my uh, a couple of situations that aren't aren't so hot. But I mean, like I said, yeah. it's still still time. I was really kind of hoping that Edward Hilaire would be a little bit more involved in the passing game and a little bit more effective of a runner. And you know, I don't know. It's I still just, I still don't want to I still don't want to hit the dump button yet. Yeah, it's too early for all that. Yeah, because it, it'll it'll End up biting you. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, um, man. But yeah, real, real quick though, going back to the Saints. To be honest, like I guess the reason why I'm cool, like I'm not like mad or anything. I mean, I was watching the game. I was disappointed. You get me disappointed, but at the same, like I said, like I hate to sound like this, but like it was a little bit more of what I expected. <laughs> You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like yeah. from the beginning of the season. Do I want it to work out better? Of course. But, like, some of the things I guess I didn't expect, like, I didn't see Alvin Kamara was basically taken out of that game. Yeah. For the most part. He didn't really do anything. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't get to see I didn't, I didn't expect but... that. Like, he hardly he caught a couple passes, but he... I don't, if I remember right, I don't even think he broke 10 yards rushing. It wasn't much because I have him in our fantasy and he only had like five or six points, <laughs> which was extremely disappointing. That's what and then Winston, what what was, uh, as you said, that's what I get. <laughs> you know, I didn't notice this until, um, until like after the draft that I took like, Three players that you had last year. <laughs> Damn. I didn't Damn. even notice it until I was like, oh, because I got Kamara, AJ Brown, and DK Metcalf. Yeah, that's what, my... we, call it. That's what we call a winning formula. <laughs> Although, uh, before we get to the Titans, uh, DK didn't do well either because he got shut down. He really did, man. By uh, Christian Fulton. It was. They're just playing his ass off, man. Yeah. So I guess to wrap up the Saints uh, Panthers, what was, what was kind of the biggest thing with the Winston there? Because it seemed like he was from a five touchdown game to did he have any touchdowns at all? Uh, rushing touchdown, I believe. Ah. 
I mean, it's like he 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 ran a couple. That's you know, and I think he threw for like 100 yards, 120 something yards. It went a lot. Two interceptions. Took a couple sacks. I mean, it was not good. His, his passer rating was awful. Um, I don't know, man. It's one of those things where, I mean, Green Bay's defense did not look good, even against the uh, the Lions. Yeah. Like, so I don't. Maybe maybe it's just Green Bay's defense is not that great, or just taking a little bit time to come together. I don't know. It's probably a combination of Green Bay's defense not being that great and Carolina's defense being a lot better, maybe than what people anticipated. Yeah, and I remember even just talking about the the Panthers. I remember when we were discussing who had a really good draft this year, and I mentioned them. And I think they're obviously the key for them is the uh, the quarterback that they traded for uh, from the Jets, Sam Darnold. Yeah, yeah. Which every, I mean, that's what okay. they needed. They needed him to be a serviceable quarterback. And I and I guess. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is back. <laughs> yeah, man, dude is dude is a beast. He's doing his thing. Yeah, and that's that's that was there was a lot of question marks, man, with that team. I guess everybody assumed that the quarterback play was going to be great because of Sam Darnold, but it's probably because of the Jets. It's just the Jets just are terrible yeah. with handling quarterbacks. So I'm not saying he's gonna he's gonna be a Hall of Famer playing with the Panthers, but obviously. He looks a lot more competent in yeah. their offense. And doesn't uh, doesn't his the head, weapons? He has, he has coach. Ah, I don't know. That maybe knows how to use him, or maybe the offensive coordinator. But yeah, his weapons, uh, he said, are definitely better than what he had in New York. I yeah, mean, and he's got some comfort level too. He's got Robbie Anderson there with him. But DJ played, Moore, yeah. DJ Moore is a good a good wide receiver. I've I've had him on my fantasy team. I feel like a couple years now. Seems like nobody ever picks him up. Um, but he's 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 definitely a solid solid wide receiver. And yeah, obviously running back running back situation is a lot better. The Jets defense used to be really good, and it's not really the same as it used to be. So you know he's got a better better defense. That he's yeah. playing with now, so I mean he's he's in a much better situation, and it's probably, to be fair, a little bit less stressful environment. I mean, God, you, you play you play you play in in New York, and it's like the media there is completely different. You know, everything's different. You you you're just like you're in the spotlight all the time. Tabloids. I wonder. I really wonder how like, that is. I don't know, man, in but New it's York. like. You know they got they still, you know the newspaper and stuff like that and like I feel like if you have a bad game you're just getting slandered all over the place like you're just constantly going to see how bad you played. Not that well, as a professional athlete you should be able to get over that, but it's just it's different. Well, I wonder because most of the New York teams have been bad, especially with football. So I wonder how the mentality is at this point because it's been. Recently, Giants, yeah, yeah, they Giants have. Giants and Jets have been pretty bad. Yeah, and even Giants their other teams. A lot more success lately, but it's been 
It's been a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, it, you know, they say New York sports fans are like relentless, but it almost, I almost feel like at this point, like if they're just, <laughs> it's <Tired>. just expected. <laughs> it's just expected that they're not going to be that great. So they're yeah. kind of sticking, sticking maybe to baseball at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got. I mean, the, the best thing they got going in basketball. I mean, the Knicks are slowly making their way back, and obviously Brooklyn sh- should be a contender. But like, yeah, I guess the Yankees and sometimes oh. the Mets is kind of kind of all they got. I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, Pure uh, Vincent Mann move when they did a show at the Madison Square Garden. They brought they brought uh, what's the name from the from the Hawks in to to uh, be a guest special guest. Trey Young. Uh, Trey Young, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Like uh, I don't know if it was last week or the week before. They did. I think Raw was in uh, Madison Square Garden like and the they special, brought him out. The special guest heel or something. <laughs> yeah, something. Oh, and I was like, God. dang, that's crazy. It's pure Vincent man trying to screw, piss the fans off. I would say it's kind of an asshole move. But it's, it is. Uh, I get with that. <laughs> I mean, it worked for what well, he was trying thing, to do. That's the thing. For any sporting event, especially something like wrestling where it's all about entertainment. I mean, sports is all about entertainment, but like – Given the circumstances around wrestling, and you know, people know a lot of it's predetermined and stuff like that. So you gotta find some way to like get emotion out of people. Somehow, that's why, you know what I mean? And that's so that's something yeah. like that is like that's gonna invoke like some real emotion. Yeah. To see somebody that they genuinely don't like, like this is not a fictional character. This is someone that they probably dislike more than. Any wrestler that they dislike. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so this, this is gonna hit. It's gonna hit home. So that's that's, a, that's, that's actually an A plus move if you think it about is. it. It is. One thing I don't like when, while we're on the topic is he always makes the if if you're on the roster and you're in your hometown, you're always gonna lose at your hometown. That's something that he does a lot too. That's kind why of, to get sympathy, I guess. To get sympathy, I wanna. If I go home, I want to win. Like, yeah. So there's like, that. That's almost like slapping your guys in the face. Hey man, you're finally going to be at, you're finally going to be at a perform in front of your hometown crowd. You're losing, by the way. You're either going to you're either going to lose the match or you're going to get beat down or some kind of something. <laughs> you're going to win the title, but you're going to get jumped. And then be out six weeks. Yeah. But um. Anyways, getting back to uh, football. So the Seahawks Titans game was an emotional roller coaster as a Titans fan, to say the least. I'll say uh, this as a, as a non-Titans fan. I mean, I like I said, I always I always preface this like it's not that I'm not the anti-fan. Like I want I want them to do well. I mean, they're not even not a, it's completely different. Everything like we'll never we'll play them in the regular season every once in a while, but it's not like we'll a, play this year. Yeah, it's not a rivalry. Like in four weeks, I think. Yeah, it's not like it's a rival rivalry game or anything like that. Like they play each other. I'm going for the Saints. Otherwise, it's nice to see the, the Titans win. Yeah, but from on the outside looking in, 
it was a, I mean, it was a hell of an entertaining game. I'll say that. Like it had everything that you would want in entertaining uh, as an NFL football game. I mean, yeah, it literally had everything. That second half kicked in, man. It was just like a complete flip flop. Yeah, which I'm hoping is that that turn to get the Titans back to where they were last year, or even better, because that's what the expectation is. And you kind of seeing, especially in Tannehill and Derrick Henry, that it, like it's like it kicked in, like the real season kicked in, and they're ready to go. And hopefully, it's. And then even Julio, like he bounced back. Yeah, he he he, he made a, he definitely made an impression. Well, he definitely made a touchdown to get called back too. So there's that. Oh, that's fucking phony, man. That's I mean, this game had everything, even bad officiating. I mean, they had that bad call. Like, dude, my thing is like, if they would have called that, and then they would have called like the safety on. Russell Wilson. Oh yeah, that, I would, it. I would, I would have just said, but you know, let bygones be bygones at that point. Yeah. But the fuck. Well, like, no, I wouldn't even call it bygones because they both missed that call. I well, mean, one, yeah, well, that's the thing. One, one, one should should have been called, and one shouldn't have been. But yeah, well, I don't know how they, they turned they, over they that. Fucked that up both, they fucked up both of them. Yeah, I don't know. I watched it back they, several times. And I'm you like, know, if they did, if they would have called it a non-touchdown to start and it wasn't a touchdown, fine. But I don't see how in the hell they could turn that over, especially like after all the the shots and even the the Titans team photographer who was in the end zone took a perfectly good shot and a perfectly good angle, and you can see Green in between his heel and the in the end zone out of bounds. Just and you're just like, nothing's going to get done about it either. No. Like, it can't that's do what anything. pisses me off. And the thing is, though, like sometimes I feel like they micromanage some of this stuff a little bit too much. Like, I'm not saying to always go with the call on the field. But, like, and I know that the whole thing with, you know, scoring, any scoring plays they review and stuff now, it's like, but damn, man, like. I don't know how a guy, you a guy makes a, a guy makes a catch like that. Like, what, what are we looking at? Like, like just sometimes. And this is the whole like you know you get into like the flow of the game and all that stuff too. And it's like you don't have to stop and fucking assess everything, man. Like, come on. Oh, it's just annoying. Yeah, and then the say I don't like like you said the safety. I just don't even know how. I mean, Russell Wilson was like four or five yards into the end zone before they blew the whistle. Like, how was he? Down at the one. That doesn't make any sense. All I'm saying is, is for a Titans fan, I mean, you got to be extremely happy that you won because if not, there was points on the board that easily should have helped the team win that the officials and and I'm not the type to really say blame stuff on on the refs and all that, but this game was definitely it was so blatant. And even though there was one other call that they missed, uh, there was like a first down that the Seahawks got where dudes stretched out to, to try to dive for the for the first down and was a yard short and went out of bounds. And they gave him gave him a first down and you're like, he's literally a yard like a full yard short. But they spotted the balls and gave him a first down. And of course the Seahawks, uh, I'll give this credit to Pete Carroll for running the quickest play I've ever seen between that snap and, and so they didn't get the challenge flag out in time and 
luckily the Titans defense stopped him on the next uh, set of downs, or otherwise, I mean, that could have been the pivotal point in the game. Yeah, that's true. Man, and you know, like, one of the things I like to watch the games for now, obviously everybody's looking for this, but, like, the stiff, like the Derrick Henry stiff arms and stuff like that. <laughs> so I don't remember good. the I don't remember the dude's name off Seattle. I don't know what ha- who it was, but like that the, the one of the longer runs. What is like fifty something, sixty, something, sixty something. Yeah, so he stiffed on the one dude and he like hit the ground like flat like a pancake, then like bounced off. The pa- he like. It looked like he was like jumping on a trampoline. Like he hit the like ground and like bounced up. Like I'm like, what the hell happened to that dude? Like man? his soul like, was taken. Yeah, it just looked fake. Like he hit him, he hit flat, and he just like bounced. Like he jumped on a bed or something. Like <laughs> I had to, I had to go back and like watch it back a couple of times. It was like I don't know, man. It it's just, just incredible um, that Derrick Henry continues to do this. Like it's he's he's almost unstoppable once he gets to that 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 next level outside of the you know defensive line and linebackers because no db is going to take him down if he gets any if he gets any momentum it's it's not good and even some of these like nickel linebackers that are in there on third down or whatever that are you know you know like six foot two forty they're kind of like a lighter linebacker even those guys don't stand a chance because he's bigger than them (laughs) and I don't blame him, man. I don't want to tackle, dude. I wouldn't want to tackle him. Well, that was a really good uh, – I guess it was uh, during the Colts practice. They were uh, talking to the, the safety, Justin Simmons, I think is his name, and they were asking him about tackling Derrick Henry, and he's just like, you just got to go and do it or you got to try. You know you know he's who it is, and there's really not a whole lot you can do, but just try. And you're, <laughs> and you're just like – I mean, that's, that's – That's all you can do. <laughs> that's not billboard material. I mean, it's real. It's like, look – yeah, it is what it is. Like, I, it's, I guess it's one of those things. Like, it's like jumping out of an airplane. Like, you gotta, you gotta go all out. Yeah. You know, you can't leave one foot in an airplane. Like, if you're gonna make the decision to try to, to try to tackle the dude, like, you gotta put max effort into it. Yeah, and that's what he was saying too. And he was like, "Look, I don't want to end up being on a, on ESPN." Even, <laughs> you know, even then, just, but... just to be real, it's like if you kind of half-ass it, you might end up just getting hurt, flat out getting hurt. Yeah. So, well, I remember on the 99-yard run that he had, uh, I guess, two two years ago, maybe three years ago now, um, that that linebacker tried to push him out of bounds and was kind of halfway grabbing him, and Derek just shoved him off, and he, he, he ended up hurt because, you know, he was trying to push him out of bounds instead of just flat-out tackling him. He was, yeah. And so Henry just kind of shoved him, and he did this, like, little flip and went out of bounds himself, and then Derek you know, ran the rest of the way, but he was out for the rest of the game because Derek threw his ass to the ground for playing with him. Like, you just got to, you know, if, if 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 he's out in that, in that, you know, I guess in the secondary, it's going to take more than one guy. It just yeah. is. Yeah, man, it was, I'll tell you what, man, it was, it was, it was good to see. And then definitely like, you know, they're, Offensive line definitely looked, even with Taylor Lewan not even playing at all. Like, well, I'm kind of to the point, and I know we I talked about Taylor Lewan last week uh, to an extent, but I'm kind of to the point where maybe he's done, and you're getting really good play out of the backup left tackle, 
I don't know how you bring him back in next week. You hate. I mean, it's, it's one of those things you hate to say it. Dude, just, like, I mean, he's just. Cause, I mean, even everything aside, I mean, obviously he's been with the team for a while, but the investment. Yeah. Golly. But coming off the game he came off of, and then like, and then he gets hurt in practice. And it just can't, and he's just a scratch. Like that's yeah. that's doesn't look doesn't look good. Well, and the other part of it too is is it, and it took three quarters to get that line, or maybe not three quarters, maybe a whole half to get that line, because that first quarter they were getting beat up. I mean, Tannehill got hit, fumbled again, and um, you know it was almost like a repeat of last week, uh, and uh, but they kind of got it together and started playing well. And then the running game started coming through. Um, but what, I, what I'm getting is, is I don't know if you want to mess up that. You know, they seem to gel and have Maybe. a chemistry now. So I don't know if the you thing want to is, mess you, that up. You probably don't want to, but you know they are. They're going to feel, they're they're gonna, they're gonna feel ob- just because of the just because of the money. You know, they're going to feel ob- obligated to keep running them out there until it, until it just doesn't make sense. You know, it, probably until it can't. Like, well, I'm almost like maybe you sit him this week just to let him get all the way back. Calling call him the scratch. Yeah, or not even. I mean, I think he practiced today, but you know, I wouldn't rush him back if you're if you're, you know, if uh, Quisenberry is going to be playing just as good. Yeah. And I mean, the Colts are kind of banged up too, so it might be. Not to try to come in the week underestimate him, but might be just a good week to sit him. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, who did? I mean, your guy has no ankles, so he's probably not going to play. So <laughs> I don't know. He was in his press conference uh, yesterday, and he was fine and didn't have any braces or anything on. But I'm like, yeah, practice yeah. Two, two practices in a row he's missed. And then they put they put the uh, their backup they switched their backups so like they had Jacob Eason as the one and now they swapped him today and now it's uh, Brett Hundley. Lord. Is that in Tennessee or is it in Indy? It's here. Yeah. God, man, I just don't see. I mean, you never know, especially with these games, the division. We games. hope the you hope the momentum from. Beating the Seattle, uh, beating the Seahawks in Seattle, is going to stick, and that they're going to be who we thought they were. <laughs> to be honest, like you kind of hope that they don't need it against, you know, you kind of hope they don't even need the momentum against them right now. I don't know, but yeah, it's just, it's weird. The, the Colts are, I mean, obviously the the Titans have played better against them recently, but. They've been their kryptonite for a while, kind of regardless of the situation. So yeah, yep, especially early in the season. Yeah. Oh man. All I know is I need to keep throwing passes to Derrick Henry. That was nice to see. Yeah, career high of uh, receptions and yards, I think. Yeah. Maybe not yards, but definitely a career high in receptions. I need that. That's something they've been working on, but um. I like that he get that and win the game though. Like <laughs> that's the key. That's the key piece. But you know, can't can't win them all. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. Did any other games stand out to you this week? Uh, I mean, I know we, we didn't really touch on the Bucks, and Seth's not here, so they obviously had a good game and are two and zero. But did any other Bucks look good? Uh, Green Bay definitely seems to not be as bad as we thought they might. I mean, but I mean, I guess everybody was probably like, "Well, Aaron Rodgers is gonna, of course." Turn it on at some point, um, but that ended up being a better game. They probably should have. They probably thought it would have been. Yeah. Um, God, the, the Rams game was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Like that kind of, honestly, out of a lot of stuff, that that surprised me a little bit. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. I mean, the Bills defense just straight shutting down Miami was. Oh yeah. Something else too. Remember being there was a lot of injuries going on with the uh, noon games on Sunday. Like Tua got hurt, Dalton got hurt. Uh, there was like two other quarterbacks that got hurt. Like Wentz, maybe. Wentz. Um, but. Yeah. Uh, oh, and May, uh, Baker Mayfield, but I think he came back. Yeah. Another surprising game was the Ravens Chiefs game. It was, but I mean, I feel like at some point that the Ravens were like, do a win against the Chiefs at some yeah. point. You know what I mean? Like, it just never seemed to fall their way. It definitely, I definitely wouldn't have thought it would have been this time. Yeah. Given their um, running back situation and all that, but. Oh, yeah, they've been kind of patching it up with the. Uh... Latavius Murray and the rookie, and I feel like it was somebody else that's running the ball, Gus Edwards or something. Yeah, Gus Edwards, yeah. And I'll tell you that, man, I'll tell Lamar you this. Lamar did like, kind of play his ass off, though. That's what I was going to say. Like, say what you want about his passing ability, accuracy, whatever, whatever. I mean, he the dude is the dude is a baller, man. Like, he just plays his ass off. Yeah. Like, with a little bit more help, I don't know, man, but, like, I understand his, I understand his passing game, but, like, the stuff he can do in the open field and the way that, man, he, how he cuts and stuff like that, man, I, I don't know how how long he can sustain that and all this stuff, but, man, he is hard to tackle. Well, he yeah, he and um, as – as a Titans fan, of course, we hate the Ravens. Uh, so he's incredibly frustrating to play against uh, because, and I imagine if you were a Ravens fan, it's incredibly awesome to cheer for because you just don't know. You know that he's going to do something and have a big play at some point, but you just don't know how. And and that's what's crazy about watching him. He's, he's not, you know, he's not the traditional quarterback. No, but I'll say this. He and Hollywood Brown have been doing well together this year. Yeah, they have. Um, and and um, he's been he's been throwing some good footballs to him. So I wonder how well that's going to continue. And then on top of his running game, it's just he's just so hard to beat. You have to really just you have to really just beat the heck out of him for four quarters to win against him. Yeah. Oh, to me, I I, I liked I like to see. 
kind of wanted to see Kansas City lose lose one of those kind of games. They always you know, show up in the big games and win. And I guess, yeah, I mean, Mahomes is just – I mean, he's just on another level of a – I mean, a lot like Lamar, but even – but way better of a thrower. And just with the throws he makes, man, just the the angles the dude can throw the football at is just stupid. Like, yeah, you'll see guys, and it's like defenders will come up to him. They think, you know, they think they got the sack, and they're like, there ain't no way he's going to be able to – and he'll throw a ball, and, it's, and he, he might not make – the guy might not make the catch – but he hits the guy with the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like... Yeah, it's crazy. The defenders have to run over to him and, like, pat him on the back. Like, golly, how the hell did you get the ball out and hit the receiver with it? Yeah, you know, the, you receiver, the like, receiver might have let him down, but he got the ball out somehow, and it was accurate. And I'm watching some of this stuff sometimes. I'm like, how? Yeah, how and does you he do guys it? like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey who make plays out of nothing. Yeah. I mean Kelsey had like a like a fifty or sixty yard touchdown pass. It was uh but it was like he caught it maybe a ten yard pass and then turned it into something and, and ran through like five or six guys and you're just like how? Yeah. And that was of course that Tyreek, was the most surprising thing of that game was Tyreek Hill was like taken out of that game for the most part. Yeah. He wouldn't last week though. <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> no, he, he he earned the stripes last week. Yeah, <laughs> or spots that, where. But that's what's crazy is like I mean outside of those those three I mean those are probably the three most you know they're obviously the top in their positions but outside of them I mean they just have a solid football team um, that I mean nobody else really contributes as much as because it's always like oh the Chiefs won you know. 30-something to whatever, and you're like, oh, it was all Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey. <laughs> Nobody else had touchdowns. And you would have kind of, yeah, and I guess I kind of hoped that that addition at the running back position would have been, you know, would have kind of took him over the top. I don't Plus, know. Obviously, obviously cause... I wanted to see him play well because, you, know, you know, he's an LSU guy. Still, yeah. Still young and all that, but... Definitely would have liked to see a little bit more from him. Well, since uh, Andy Reid's been with the Chiefs, it's, it's like they haven't really had that. Or and since Mahomes has been the quarterback, it's like they haven't really had that running back and haven't really needed it. But you know the dude's talented and can yeah, be that guy. I guess I just kind of hoped he'd be another, another pass option at least. A little bit more reliable. I mean, he hasn't been – that reliable as of yet. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, just like the last game for me that I mentioned was, God, the, the Raiders game. Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't expect that, honestly. Like, I know the Steelers are dealing with some injuries and stuff like that, but like for Derek, Derek Carr is looking good. Like, yeah. The Raiders are 2 0, right? Yeah. That's surprising. <laughs> and, and so is the Broncos, right? So, like, the AFC West is pretty stacked at the moment. Yeah, and it's one of those things. It's like the Raiders have beaten two quote-unquote playoff teams or what people would think would be playoff teams this year, even though, like, the Steelers, they tend to always kind of get in the mix. 
I mean, yeah. we know we know Roethlisberger's on on the down swings. This is kind of his fell fell where fell where farewell tour farewell farewell. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. So kind of not expect a ton out of him, anyways. But you always expect the defense to be there and the run game and that kind of stuff. But yeah, damn man. I mean, yeah, the the Raiders put them down and the damn. Uh, Ravens. Ravens, yeah, and they don't have a lot. I mean, they they got some. They they at least the first the next couple of games they have I know aren't like terrible, so they could end up having a pretty good record. Well, going all in, Derek going into, needs, going into like the middle of the season. All Derek Carr needs to do is 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 throw it to, to Darren Waller. I mean, that's really that's that's been the formula. And yeah, but man, Henry Ruggs looked really good too, though. Yeah, I, I I know he had a good game this week. I didn't get to see much of their game, but I mean that's a guy you would hope that would be the guy, and I think they took him in the first round. Uh, yes, they did. Oh, uh, last year. Yep. And then they got two. I mean, Josh Jacobs is good, but he's always banged up or hurt. And then yep. you know, they went out and got Kendrick. Drake and uh, I think he could be really good uh, if given more opportunities. He definitely took uh, took him in Arizona last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, uh, so who does the Saints got this week? The uh, they're going to uh, New England. Ooh. Which I mean, not really. I haven't even really paid much attention to New England. I don't even know what their record is right now. Not much to look at. I think they're uh, one and one because they played the, they played the Jets last week. And I mean, the Jets looked fucking awful. <laughs> so you can't really. I mean, I think Zach Wilson threw for four four interceptions. It was just it was, yeah. just, it was just terrible. Like so, there there really wasn't much there to say whether or not like. The uh, Patriots or any it's hard it's hard to get anything from that game because it's more about how bad the Jets were. Yeah. But like that being said, like Mac Jones, like eh, it's all right, you know. Yeah. I just, he, he, but he threw less than two hundred yards. Yeah. But he didn't really make any mistakes. But he didn't really do anything. Yeah. So. It was basically it was basically all all defense. Yeah, their game. defense is gonna be good because I mean that's Belichick's thing, and they had all their guys come back that were, you know, that didn't play last year from COVID, and and uh, of course they spent some money on some guys and. Oh yeah, they they went they they, they did kind of went on a little little shopping spree. Yeah, free agency. Yeah, kind of expecting to see a little bit more out of John Smith, to be honest. But yeah, him and and Hayden, well, who was the other the uh, tight end that came over from San Diego or Los Angeles Chargers? Oh, Hunter Henry. Yeah, I need to go and look just to see how that's going. But I don't, I don't just. You know how sometimes when you're looking around with fan- in fantasy, you can kind of keep up with the league of who's doing well, and those guys definitely aren't showing up on my radar. So I guess they're not uh, average. doing anything because I know they're still out there. But 
Um, and then uh, we already talked about Titans and Colts. So I'm not sure who the Bucks play this week. Uh, I can probably find out real quick. I'm trying to think. I don't remember right offhand either. Uh, I have uh, I can probably look because uh, I have the in my other league I have the uh, defense and I have um. Chris oh, Goss. that's right. That's right. They're playing the Rams this week. Ooh, that might be a really good game. In L.A. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, it's going to be a good game. Looks like could, be, could, be, could be a possible future um, playoff matchup. If we're looking ahead. Yeah, very, very possible. <laughs> Almost so, maybe even... A I'm liking like it. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Yeah, Rams um, out west. Give give Matt Stafford a little bit more time because he's playing pretty good, man. Yeah. I, I to be honest, like I don't I don't have I don't really care about a lot of other teams or players, but I'm glad that he's in a better situation. Yeah. So, man, dude, dude's good. He just you know he's just been stuck in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. Um, I guess uh, anything. Uh, well, I guess that's pretty much it for yeah, week two of NFL. Um, so kind of switching gears. Um, I uh, I know you got a trip coming up. Yeah, man, we're going to New York City next week. New York City. Yep. It's kind of it's it's weird, man. It was like it's one of those like last minute kind of things like because we knew right off the bat you know when Ida hit and like all the powers out in New Orleans stuff getting shut down and there's damage and stuff like that and I'm like looking at it like at one point I was just like you know what I'm just gonna like wait it out and see see what happens see how long it takes the power to come back on and all this stuff and like Cause you know we're going, to, we wanted to go see family, but also you know there's a lot of stuff we want to do and all this stuff. Like there's a lot, a lot that goes into it. And then like our flights started getting bounced, like all the all the nonstop flights started getting canceled going to New Orleans. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. So they they canceled our flight there, and then our flight back they changed. So I noticed that a lot of the flights for from like now until like mid October are all through Houston, so yeah. you can't even go nonstop from here to there. So they're exponentially more expensive, and the flights are longer, which that's the main thing for me is, like, the nonstops are an hour, hour and 15 minutes. But then now you got to go to Houston yep. to get there, and it's, like, now it's, like, five hours. And I'm, like, because of layover and stuff, I'm, like, like, I just I don't want to do it, man. And the thing is, like, the hotel and the rental car and – the flight, all that stuff is still refundable as well within the time that I can get stuff back. So I, I just started thinking, like, what, where can we go? So I started looking at all these places. Like, I'm looking at, like, beach stuff. Like, I'm looking at Savannah. I'm looking at Charleston. And, like, early fall is, like, really big for those two cities. Like, it's like a lot of the yeah. hotels were booked up and, like, stuff was, like, Prices were bumped way up, and I'm like, yeah, last minute beach, uh, yeah, excursions. The flights were fine, but it's everything else, and I'm like, man, yeah. this just sucks. And then I'm just like, do I want to do anything? I'm like, I'm starting to get frustrated. 
And then I'm just trying to think, like, all right, where's a good place that I can look? And I know there's going to be places to stay. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, let me just let me just see what New York's talking about. Like, I started to see, like, what's, what's it like in the fall? And I'm like, it's not going to be hot, but it's not going to be cold either. Yeah, I bet it's going to be really nice. Yeah, and as I'm long like, as uh, it's not raining or anything. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? As of right now, we looked out pretty much to the end of the trip and it's like it shouldn't rain and it looks to it looks like it's going to be roughly in like the 70s to very low 80s most of the time so it's gonna be like yeah. perfect if that stands it's and not gonna be muggy or anything so it's yeah. really gonna be nice and we've never been in the fall so it's probably gonna be i mean we walked a ton on that first trip but it was cold as shit yeah. So this should be a lot more enjoyable, even though we're going to still be walking a lot, because I mean, it's, it's unavoidable there. Yeah. I mean, it, most of all the stuff you want to do there is on foot for the most part. So it's just yeah, kind I mean, of the thing is, though, when we all went, I mean, it was kind of it really was even though we did walk quite a bit. I mean, it, it felt like it was really easy to get around, though. Oh, yeah. Once we I mean, figured out the subway stuff. Yeah. The thing is, the long distance travel, like to get from like area to area like your subway is going to take care of that huge chunk of distance and then just walking the blocks you know once you're in the areas not not really that overwhelming then you just take the public transit back to the area that you're staying in and it's all good uh one of the things i'm looking forward to more than a lot of the other stuff is like actually walking through central park and all that stuff because we didn't even we didn't do shit. I don't even remember hardly walking in Central Park when we went last time. We barely did because we were, went to the uh, the science, whatever the uh, oh yeah, the big uh, ass museum, the Metropolitan Museum of Natural History or natural, something about natural history, which we'll probably end up going back to that because I want Ashton to see the full size T Rex statue. Oh yeah, that place is amazing. Yeah, it's we awesome. just underestimated how long we it takes to be in there. Oh, it's just, yeah, it's overwhelming, man. That's why, like, this time, almost, like, instead of trying to get there early, it's, like, do some stuff, go to lunch, and then go in there and almost, like, oh, hell, I don't know, maybe walk around until, until it's uh, getting close to dinner time or something. Yeah, because we're, like, get solid, food. like, it's, I mean, it's huge. It was the biggest museum yeah. I've ever been to, and it's one of – I mean, it's definitely one of the nicest probably in the world. It's, like, up there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's just – I'm looking forward to that. But, like, a lot of the outdoor stuff is more or less what I'm looking forward to. Like, some of the same stuff we did before, like, walking around. I want to do less less Midtown slash Times Square stuff. So basically, like the way we have it kind of set is like we're gonna go to that area like literally like one time. So like one day we'll go yeah. and we'll do like. Times Square is a lot like Bourbon Street. You just go you don't, once. You don't need it. Yeah, it's like you go down because all the best. Check foods, it out. It yeah. is. It's very photo. Yeah, the best food's not there. There's still foods you want to get like. What, right. the, um, what, would, what was the little diner place that wasn't that right there in Times Square? Which one? Diner where we went into. Oh man, it's like oh, one of their famous diners. You talking about Juniors? No, not Juniors. We ate there, but we does mostly for cheesecake though, because that's like one of the yeah. cheesecakes you kind of have to get, and that's kind of one of the things on the list 
can't think of the name of that diner. It might have been Junior's because I know. Because Junior's like right off Junior's, of Times Square. Yeah, Junior's is probably Junior's because they are Junior's is a diner. It's not just. I mean, they actually have diner food there. Yeah. And I know we did eat. We did go in there and sit down and eat actual food, yeah, and we had cheesecake. Food. Yeah. But I mean, I don't want to actually eat there. I just want to get some cheesecake to go. But like, to go. it's one of those things. There are a few places in Times Square that are like, kind of like, must. Even depending on like, yeah, at least something that you want to take to go, or something like something small. Like you go to the French Quarter, you want to get beignets at some point, or something like that, or oh, yeah. Yeah. a central grocery muffaletta, or something like that. Like there's some stuff that is worth eating in the tourist areas, but it's like, but it's very similar in a sense. Like all the best food in that city is going to be outside of like the that that Times Square Midtown area. Yeah, I feel like we um, went to more places in either like Upper West Side or. Or like like yeah mid mid middle Manhattan or upper Manhattan. Yeah, that's the thing. Like uh, some of the places I'm looking forward to eat eating are mostly like a couple of them on the Upper West Side, couple of them. Most of it's like the lower part of town, like uh, the Chelsea area or Soho, NoHo, West Village, East Village. Like a lot of this, most of it's like further down from the. Uh, big tourist areas but so that's why mostly i want to get like we want to spend one good day like seeing like the rockefeller center and the empire oh, yeah. state building and the trump tower and like some of the churches yeah. it's just your iconic stuff. yeah your iconic new york that's your liberty stuff. or no oh yeah well, well that that'll be on a different day because that's a different area but well, I was just saying. I'm just saying in general. Oh yeah, we're we're, well, we're not gonna go. The thing is, you can't go up there right now because of COVID. So I'm probably not gonna spend. I'm probably not gonna waste the time going to the island. And like, oh, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't need to be that close to it. But we'll get on the ferry and because the ferry ride, there's ferry rides that are free. You can just hop on there, get some good views of it, get some pictures, and then come back and oh yeah, do some other stuff. So yeah, we'll see it. I want Ashton to see it. I want to get pictures and stuff. And like, yeah, it's not obviously it's, it's an iconic thing. So we'll have to do that. Um, and then definitely like I've got a lot of like stuff that I want to see. A lot of stuff that's actually just like free stuff that I just want to see that I've never seen before. And stuff I I done on some research just on some like cool stuff to see there. Like just. Different architecture and all kinds of just shit I had no idea was even there. Like some of these oh, yeah. buildings and stuff is like I had no I had no idea about until I started reading up on stuff and I'm like, man, that is just amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we kind of have it broken down by area. Like one of the days will be like in the Central Park, mostly doing stuff in Central Park and like the Upper West Side and then yeah. You know, like I said, that was kind of my favorite little spot when we went last time. Yeah, the there's, upper there's, west side. There's some areas that we ha- that we haven't really seen. Wasn't that where that hot dog place, place was? Yeah, that's where Gray's Gray's Papaya, I think. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's that is a cool that is a cool. And there was area. little uh, there was a little bakery too right there that was fire. Oh, that's the place with the with the chocolate chip cookies like that. Yes, that's on, yeah, yes. that's on the list. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's definitely on the list. 
But yeah, and then we'll, like we'll spend a day like on like the lower kind of lower west side part of town, another part like on the lower east side part of town, and in another day split between a couple areas like maybe like the lower part plus like part of Brooklyn. I was just about to say y'all going to Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll do the Brooklyn Bridge and all that stuff. uh, Was it Julianas? Oh yeah, fuck yeah. That's not I still it. can't get over that, man. We we did have to wait a little bit, but the other place was like that where people thought they were getting um, that pizza. There was like a two or three hour wait. Yeah, and we were in and out like pretty quickly, considering yeah, they how were, good that it, place was yeah, because because Grimaldi's was like that's like one of like the the former stables. Yeah, and it's like, but people don't realize that the dude with the name. Grimaldi is actually at the place next door, so yeah. I think a lot of people have caught on to that, though. I would assume that, but it's I, still, but it's still not as bad as Grimaldi's or like Lombardi's, which is it's one of those. The thing is, like, we didn't go to Lombardi's when we were there last time. Yeah, I almost, almost semi feel obligated to go because it is like, at least they claim to be like the first like pizza place, like. In the United States. Oh, really? Like, period. Like, period, yeah. Damn. And I think they've been accredited with that, so I think that's just, like, that might be, like, at least that might actually be a fact. And so is it supposed to be as good, or? I, I don't know. It's, like, this thing, if you read, like, lists, if you read anybody's list, and it's, this is, it's all subjective, but they're not really on anybody's list of, like, even if you don't look at, like, best pizza in New York, if you just look at, like, must try. Like, when people say, all right. Yeah. I can't tell you what the best is, but I can tell you, like, these ten places, this is where you go to decide what your favorite is. They don't they don't really yeah. make a lot. They don't make a lot of those lists. And I, but this is the thing, too, though. I've learned that sometimes when places get really, really popular in New York and get a lot of national attention, and they're on a lot of shows like. New Yorkers tend to kind of resent those places. It's and regardless famous. of whether they're still good or not, yeah. they start generating, they start gravitating more towards the lower key places, the lesser known places. Yeah. And oh, even the notorious are going to blow the spot up. Right. And even like the food writers and like, and like the columnists and stuff will completely just overlook those places. Cause now it's like, we don't mention that that place belongs to the tourists now. Like we don't even mention that. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't do that to everywhere, but like you know, pizza is very pizza. Pizza's like sacred up there. It's very safe. Yeah, it's sacred. So you don't really hear about you don't like I said you don't hear about Lombardi's a lot. But that's the thing. Like our hotel we have is in the Soho area, which is I, I had I originally had our hotel in the Midtown area, but then I started looking around and I'm like. All these, like most of these places, I want to eat for like breakfast or dinner. Like they're really actually not in Midtown. I had like one place I wanted to eat in Midtown. It was the Pudo, that ramen place. And it's like, oh yeah, that place is fire. In Juniors, and I'm like, I don't even want to eat in Juniors. I just wanted a piece of cheesecake. So it's like, but then I started looking at all these other places, and I'm like, almost all the breakfast places are in that area, and it's like most of the dinner places are near that area, and it's like. So I ended up moving the hotel from Midtown to like all the way to like, like I said, like the, the southern part of Manhattan 
Just because it you made know, sense. It just, way, it just made way more sense. I wish we had more time to, to be in Soho when we went. There was so many, like, cool little spots out there. And, of course, shopping, too. Like, plenty of elite shopping stores were Yeah. And that's what I'm looking forward to, too, is spending more time in the different neighborhoods. Now, like, one day, like, the next, I, I would say maybe the next time we go back to New York, I'd like to spend more time. If we stayed longer, I'd like to go and explore out a little bit more, like, hit the like the other boroughs and stuff. Yeah, I'd like to probably go visit the Bronx and probably go to, like, a, a game, a, you know, a Yankees game or something. Yeah, I'd want I'd want to hit a lot of them, and then like maybe like um, what's the fucking uh, Coney Island and all that stuff. But like, oh yeah, I'm trying to keep it a little because there's just so much stuff to do, and in just Manhattan alone, like I'd like to just kind of, and like Brooklyn's so close, it's hard not to. Plus, you got the Brooklyn Bridge, so it's kind of hard to. You don't really want you don't want to avoid that area. I don't want to avoid any area, but it's like. I don't want to overextend. You can avoid Staten Island. <laughs> yeah, and I just don't want to. I just don't want to do too much. I don't want to try to do too much. You know, in a, in a it's not a small amount of time we're staying there. Yeah, right? and probably avoid Harlem a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll, but, be five, we'll be there five nights and like four four full days. Yeah. So we got plenty of time to do stuff, but like, I don't want to waste a lot of time traveling out. To the other boroughs and stuff like that. And like I said, maybe with with a little bit more time, I would do something. I think the good thing about New York too is it always seems like it's easy, like it's not expensive to fly and go and visit too, for the most part. Oh no, because the their the rates usually stay around the same. Yeah, the tickets were nothing, man. Like I, we spent. The thing is, we had an awesome rate on our tickets to go to New Orleans. It was like fifty dollars per person each way. And I'm like, man, I didn't want to give those tickets up because I'm like, I, I'll take the credit back. But, like, that's that's the cheapest I've ever flown to New Orleans. Yeah. But then it ended up being, like, the exact same thing for New York. Yeah. And I guess it's just, I mean, it's, like, a good time to go, but it's not, like, the time to go. Yeah. It's, like, a good shoulder time. Like, the weather's great. If you can get, if it's not raining, or anything like that, like you're good to go, and the city's not that busy. There's nothing really going on. It's just not a peak time, but it's a good time. So yeah, kind of like it would have been for New Orleans because rates were low and stuff like that there too. But the thing is, though, like with the with the pandemic, it's still tough. Like we're gonna have to show proof of vaccination anywhere we go. If we go inside anywhere, I guess we're gonna have to show. At least to eat, to sit down and eat inside, you have to show your vaccination status, and yeah. you have to look at your, you have to look at your card, and then you're gonna have to look at your, uh, your ID, pretty much everywhere. Which I'm cool yeah. with, because like I said, we've talked about this before, but I was already prepared for that. Yeah. Um, going to uh, New Orleans because it's the same, same deal there. Yeah. But yeah. and I had to make, I ended up making reservations for dinner. Pretty much everywhere we're eating for dinner, except for one place where I can't make reservations. I've, I've made reservations for dinners and for breakfast, almost like anyway <laughs> for every day. Because I because the thing is, I know how it is, and like there's some places I kid you not, like Ruba Rosa, 
they finally have reservations there now. I mean, most places have them now because it's like, you know, lesser capacity and all that kind of stuff. Like they kind of yeah. feel like it's obligated to have reservations. But most of those places, man, they're stingy. It's like you can't just make – I can't just make a reservation for two weeks from now. It's like they limit it to like seven days out. Uh. <laughs> and, and if you don't get on there right when that day's vaca- that day's uh, reservations open up, you ain't getting a spot. Oh, uh, yeah. So I had to like wait on some of those like reservation apps like right when they dropped to get one. Man, there's this one place That's we're going. That's crazy. Yeah, this is one place we're going. The reservations open up a week ahead of time at 9 a.m. each day. And I it's went like a, on there. Like a sneaker drop. Yeah, exactly. That's what it felt like. <laughs> I went on there exactly at 9 o'clock, right? Ended up getting a reservation, no problem. Five minutes later, there were none for that day. That's crazy. So there's places, I mean, this town in New York is, man. There's places there that are, like, hard to get in if you don't get those. And that's the thing. I didn't want to take the chance of not being able to go somewhere. Or, like, I know how Ruby Roast is. I know how some of these places are. If you don't have a reservation or you don't get there on some weird time, like, in between lunch and dinner, you're screwed. Like, you're going to wait an hour or something. Like, I'll never forget... Like, how bad I wanted to try. I think y'all had already left, but we wanted to go to Clinton Street, this place that's, like, known for their pancakes. And, man, we waited there so damn long. I've never waited anywhere so long in my life. It might have been close to damn two hours, I think. Mm. And I'm like, I am making a reservation for that place. I don't care if it's when they first open. And it is, but it's like, I'm making a reservation. I'm not taking a chance. So... I went ahead and like, because all the places we're going, especially for breakfast, were all very, very, very popular places. But yeah. most of them, I mean, I made reservations. Some of them I could make reservations for like a couple weeks in advance. So I, I was prepared this time. I'm not wasting any time sitting around waiting and all this stuff. This is what people do, man. They they wake up late and they stroll to breakfast at like nine, ten o'clock, thinking they're just gonna walk right in and. Hundred other people do the exact same thing. <laughs> then you got a few people who make reservations or show up right when they open and don't have any issues. Yeah. Well, I'd rather wake up early and not wait. So. I'm kind of hype, uh, man. I, I feel like uh, a trip to New York, even for us, at some point in the next few years, would be cool. Uh, I've been, I've been, uh, been as I mentioned before we started, I've been watching the uh, the Wu Tang. Uh, American story, or whatever on uh, on Hulu, it's kind of got me in the like. Let's been listening to a bunch of New York music and stuff, so <laughs> be a good time. I, I wouldn't mind going up there for like pre Christmas or something, just because of how much Christmas stuff is up there. Yeah, I would have liked. I would have liked. And that's the thing. It was like very. I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm definitely excited to go, but it was just like kind of a last minute thing that I had to throw together and it's like i don't like i don't like i'll tell you what i don't like planning stuff like this within a couple weeks but honestly though like that's probably the best time it's just that end of summer early fall for new york yeah i would like to go closer to either the christmas would be a good time just, just the decorations and stuff 
or even Halloween or something just to kind of see what they do for that. But yeah, it'll be a very convenient time. It's not going to be a super busy time. Like there's, it, it, it should be for New York. It should be fairly relaxing, I guess, as <laughs> relaxing as it can get. But yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, I'm excited. Like I said, the, the food is great. I've got. I, it's stressful for me. I don't get stressed out very much, but like too many options, too many. Yeah. Not enough time. Say. Not enough time. Too many options. <laughs> for each type of food, there's too many options. <laughs> Trying to decide which pizza you're gonna try, or which burger you're gonna try, or what steakhouse you're gonna we'll go to, or what. Chinese place or whatever, it's like we'll be praying for Ashton and, and yeah, Mindy. <laughs> and then it's like you can have legit food from any part of the country there. Yeah. And you can't try it all. And it's like I'm bouncing back and forth between all this stuff and I'm just like freaking myself out. I'm like, I don't want to keep I don't want to go to all back to all the places that we went when we went the first one. I want to try some different stuff, but it's like I just like man, I gotta go don't back. Here. Came, I gotta man, go back here. Yeah. I gotta go back here. I mean, it's been like it's been seven years, so it's like it's not like New Orleans where we go every year. Yeah, I could skip a year on something and try something different one time, you know. Except Parkway. Yeah, except for Parkway. Yeah, there's some <laughs> stuff I'll never skip, but I feel like like some like something to say like Giuliano's like there might be better pizza in New York, but. Man, be... I don't want to risk finding out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to take somebody else's word for it. Might it set the bar a little higher? Possibly. But I like to think that if the pizza somewhere is is better than at Juliana's, like it would have to be like marginally. Yeah. Like, I don't see how much better it can get than that. Like, like the, oh, the sauce is a little bit better. Or something's a little bit better. I don't want to take the chance because I don't want to take the chance of it not hitting that mark. Yeah. I like guess it's, it's it's been my like bar for a long time, and I've not had anything since then that is even close. Yeah. I've had some good pieces like in Nashville and other places, but not. I'm never kidding myself and be like, I can. I could settle for this and not have to have, no, no, <laughs> it's not the same, man. Some yeah. things just aren't, some things, some things are just not the same. Like even like, I don't, the thing is like, I don't crave bagels. Like I, mean, I, I do really like bagels, but I don't think about, man, I really like a good bagel, but the bagels there are different. It's like an elite status of, it's, it's just different. Yeah. It just is, man. It's like part of it's just I don't is the water and stuff like that. Who knows? But to the technique and just the years of experience, I don't know, man. Yeah. Some of that, some of that stuff you just can't recreate. And well, um, for sure the bagel and the, the bagels and the pizza there is just like some some next level shit as far as I'm concerned. So well, I'm excited. Look- yeah, we look forward to uh, breaking that down. I guess week after next, then. Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be so dumb. Like I'm, I'm going to feel like <laughs> absolute shit because I've gotten our th- like three meals per day pretty much squared away, but I've got like bakeries and stuff kind of like laced in between, and then like 
there's a lot of pizza places I've been wanting to try that sell pizza by the slice that are within minutes of walking distance from where our hotel is. And, <laughs> and most of them stay open until like 2 a.m. It's going to be like that udon in Hawaii. You're just going to oh, stop yeah. at a different window and get that to go back to the to the hotel. and. Yeah, it's like one of those things like maybe like a couple hours after lunch or something like that. I might be like, mm, I, can, I can have a piece of pizza before dinner. <laughs> or even like 10 o'clock at night. Like, oh, I'm not really that tired. I can. That was the other thing that was good about take walking the, around. I could, take, I could take the corner and... Bring a couple slices back. Yeah, that was a good thing about walking around there. It's like you can, you know, eat, grab some stuff to go, but you're walking, so it's kind of you're burning it off, and you don't get all, you know, full and just miserable. <laughs> yeah. Kind of walk it out, just going to another another spot, yeah, hopping on the subway. We'll be walking. Well, all right. You'll enjoy yourself a lot more this time since you. Hopefully, yeah. Don't. Have Ashton in the womb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, we'll uh, wrap up here, and then um, be looking forward to hearing what the what the trip was like, uh, and here in a couple weeks. Yeah, man. Excited to listen. Uh, Delaney's going to sign us off here with her singing. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, as always, uh, those who are listening still, you can find us on Facebook. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Big Ten Rich. Find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and Apple. And subscribe, all that good stuff. And then we'll talk to you all uh, next week. Yeah, yeah. See you all. Out.